Life Audio. Calling all wives. Make that all wives who want a more fulfilling marriage. Our next Thrive Wives group is receiving applications now. If you're tired of feeling like you're the only one working on your marriage, tired of making changes and seeing little to no results, tired of forcing yourself to love a man you don't always like, you need to join Thrive Wives. Thrive Wives is a safe and a supportive online group where you'll benefit from seasoned and wise marriage coaches who bring proven strategies to help improve your relationship. Build meaningful connections with like-minded wives on a similar journey and share each other's challenges and triumphs. This is your tribe. Apply today at danashay.com forward slash thrivewives. That's D-A-N-A-C-H-E.com forward slash thrivewives. Hey, hey, friends, it's Dana Shea, and you are listening to Real Relationship Talk. Well, if you are listening to this podcast in real time, you all know that this week is a big week for relationships. We are about to celebrate Valentine's Day in just a few days. And I understand that Valentine's Day is not such a wonderful holiday for a lot of couples. As a matter of fact, in my near 25-year marriage, there have been many of Valentine's Day where I just wanted to chuck the whole thing. I was not excited. I was not looking forward to it because Sean and I were actually really struggling at that particular moment in our relationship. And maybe you're that way now, or maybe you can identify with this. And there have been Valentine's Days that you have just been like, you know what? We're just going to sleep all day. We're just going to act like this day just doesn't exist. I want to be able to share with you some ideas today on this episode. I actually have five ideas that I want to share with you on what to do if your marriage is struggling. I don't know if you guys have um, ever bought like online greeting cards and sent them to your spouse or to your friend or whoever, but I used to send these online greeting cards all the time from like Blue Mountain and I don't even remember the name of the companies. They might not even be in existence anymore. But for years, I would always say, you know what, I am going to start writing greeting cards to couples who are struggling because you know how it is. You go on Hallmark or Target or wherever you buy your cards from and you start perusing the aisles and you're starting to look for a card that isn't too cheesy, that isn't just outright lying, but that also isn't saying like, die, right? And it's hard because there's not a lot of cards like that that exist. So I am actually, as I'm talking about this, I'm like, I probably need to do this. Like, I probably need to create a line of greeting cards for couples who are struggling. Because what do you say? You don't want to say all like the nice things. You don't want to say all the sweet things because that's just not how you feel. But then you also are like, it would be kind of like mean or rude of me not to get my spouse something for Valentine's Day. So keep your eyes out for that. If I come up with like a new business, writing greeting cards for couples who are in struggling marriages, make sure that you're the first to buy. All right. So what can you do when you are in a rough spot, when you are in a tough place, when your marriage is on the struggle bus? And listen, your marriage might be on the struggle bus, maybe just financially, maybe relationally you're doing okay, but you just don't have the funds to do a whole lot for your spouse. That's one kind of struggle. And that to me is easy. Get yourself some construction paper and a white sheet of paper, staple that bad boy inside that construction paper, draw yourself a little picture, write how much your spouse means to you, and there you go. 
Like Valentine's Day does not have to be expensive. It does not have to be jewelry and, you know, $50 bouquet of roses. It doesn't have to be that. As a matter of fact, I personally prefer a low-key Valentine's Day. I am not like a real big person that's into gifts. Now, if you are, then great. If you want those diamonds or that tennis bracelet or that new car or whatever it is, then knock yourselves out. But I think that there is a lot of us who we just kind of want something low-key, maybe a nice dinner in. Doesn't even have to be to like a fancy restaurant out. Maybe make your spouse a dinner if you are struggling financially. But I really want to focus on those. When I say your marriage is struggling, I mean that you're struggling with connection. This has been a hard year for you. Or maybe you're like, Dana, this has been a hard five years for us. This has been a hard season for us. I understand where you're at. So I'm going to share with you some tips on how to make Valentine's Day still special. And let me just start off by saying this. I do not believe in skipping holidays. Sean and I, like I said before, we've been married for almost 25 years, and we have never not celebrated a holiday together, whether that's an anniversary, a Christmas, a Valentine's Day, each other's birthdays, even if we are not speaking to each other. Like, literally, even if we are giving each other the silent treatment, we might slide a card underneath the bedroom door and go back to doing what, what we were doing. And I think that that's so important, you all, because when you get over whatever it is that is separating you, you're going to regret not taking that time. And maybe some of you, you don't even have a rhythm or you don't have a tradition of celebrating holidays. I want to be the person to encourage you to start that tradition. I know there are a lot of people who's like, oh, it's just another day. It's just another holiday. You know, it's just commercialized, all the things. And yeah, but guess what? Life is short. And you know what we remember at the end of our lives? We remember those cards. We remember those special memories. We remember those dinners in when our spouse went all out just to make us feel special. So don't fall into the traps or the beliefs of it doesn't matter. It's just a holiday. My wife doesn't really even care about this or men don't really want anything for Valentine's Day. I heard somebody say that earlier today and I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know if we should continue to just repeat what we've heard. Men don't like Valentine's Day. Did your man tell you that? And guess what? Even if your man did tell you that, everybody likes to feel cherished. Everybody likes to feel special in some kind of way. So I encourage every single one of you to do something. We can all do something. So what are the somethings? All right, here we go. So I want you to listen to these five tips that I have for you, and then I want you to try one or more of them, and then I want you to tell me how it worked for you. That's right. I want to hear from you. So you can follow me on Instagram at Mrs. Dana Shea. Send me a DM and say, hey, Dana, we tried number three. We tried number two. We tried number four, and it worked, or it didn't work, or my husband was so surprised. My wife fell out of her chair. Whatever it is that you want to share with me, I know that these things are going to help you to begin to develop some good rhythms in your relationship. And last thing I'll say, I know I've like, you know, one more thing, one more thing, but literally, here's the last thing that I'm going to say before I get into the five. A lot of times, you guys, when we start to put something new into practice, it feels awkward because we're not used to it. This is life. This is with anything. Try anything new. It's always going to feel awkward for you the first couple of times that you do it. So if you've been in a rhythm of not celebrating holidays, when you start to celebrate them, you're going to feel fake. You're going to feel like this is unnecessary. This is weird. This is awkward. But just keep doing it. 
And I promise you, you're going to start to enjoy it. You're going to start to develop a new tradition in your relationship that I believe is going to serve you and your children. Because let me tell you something about kids. Kids like to get stuff, okay? And kids don't quite understand why mommy and daddy don't give each other gifts when everybody else's parents give each other gifts. Even if you've explained to them, oh, well, mommy and daddy, we just don't celebrate that. Your kids need to see you taking intentional time for each other. Okay. All right. I'm off my soapbox, you guys. I hope that you hear my heart. I want you to begin to make gifts and holidays and celebrations a part of your rhythm in your marriage. All right. Number one, when your marriage is struggling and Valentine's Day rolls around, one of the first things that I would recommend that you do is to make a joke out of it. Humor has served me so well in my life in so many areas. If you take yourself so seriously, and if you take your relationship so seriously, you are going to be despondent and depressed your whole life. There has got to be a time where you can laugh at yourself, when you can laugh at your spouse, when you can laugh about where you are. And listen, I understand you're like, this is not funny, Dana, where we are right now. This is not a laughing matter. I'm not saying laugh about the thing, whatever the thing is that's in your way. But if you take on a lighthearted approach. If you say, you know what, we're just for a day going to just have fun. We are going to make a joke out of the fact that we cannot see eye to eye. We are going to make a joke out of the fact that whenever one of us starts speaking, the other person cuts the other person off and we can't even get through like a 30 second conversation. Make a lightness out of it. Some of you need to hear that. Some of you need to literally make your marriage lighter. It feels so heavy and burdensome because it is, because you're making it that way. But if you lay those burdens down, they'll be there tomorrow. You can go pick them up tomorrow. But for Valentine's Day, just set them aside. Set them aside and lighten the load. And try to find something that makes you both laugh. Maybe you watch a comedy special on Netflix, or maybe you go to a comedy show in your local area. Maybe you tell each other corny knock-knock jokes. I know that sounds so childish, but I'm telling you all, sometimes it's those little childish things that we go back to that actually renews us, that reignites something in your relationship. While you're trying to do the big, heavy things, sometimes it's just the small little things that you can go back to that will actually lighten your load. Okay, so that's easy. Anybody can do that. That's the first thing is to make a joke out of it. Lighten your load through laughter. The second tip that I want to give you is to spend time with your little loves together. Okay, this is not mom is going to take the kids out for Valentine's Day or dad is going to go take the kids out for Valentine's Day. No, spend time as a family if you have little children or like us, maybe you have teenagers in the house still. Spend time with your kids. Make it a family affair. Valentine's Day does not have to be where you and your spouse go off for a romantic dinner on, you know, a date night and your kids are left home with the babysitter. It does not have to be that. If it is that, then cool. But how about making it a family affair? This helps, especially when you're not necessarily getting along because you can still celebrate the day and you can still then involve your children. Or if you don't have children, is there another couple in your life that has meant something to you and your spouse that you can give them a gift 
together. Again, this is not about you doing something on your own and your spouse doing something on his or her own. This is about doing something together. So if there is a couple that maybe it's your in-laws or maybe it's the neighbor across the street and you guys have been able to go and, and confide in them about some things, or maybe it's a couple at church, wherever, is there a couple that maybe you go buy them a, a card or you buy them a bouquet of flowers or you buy them a, a box of chocolates and you walk it over to them and you say, hey, we just want to celebrate you guys today. You have meant so much in our lives. You've listened to us. You've encouraged us. You've supported us. And we as a couple just want to say thank you. Maybe the two of you don't exchange gifts, but you actually still buy a gift or do something special for someone else. Again, whether that be a mentor couple or whether that be your children, but take the focus off of your relationship, but still together, find a way to express your love to the people that you love. All right, we are going to take a quick break. Um, I do want you guys to stay with us because there's three more tips that I'm going to give you that I think are really going to be very instrumental in helping you to celebrate this Valentine's Day. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, friends. We're back. So the first thing I said was I want you to lighten the load a little bit, lighten the load through laughter to spend some time with your little loves or with the people who you love, the people who have meant something to you in your relationship. The third tip that I have for you is to face it head on. Whatever the problem is, I want you to look at that elephant in the room and bite that elephant. Literally, I want you to say, you know what? We have been so disconnected for the past three weeks. We have had this tension in our family, this tension in our relationship. And today on Valentine's Day, we're going to settle this. I want us to have a conversation and I want us to get this thing out of our marriage. Face it head on. What better time or what better day to fix a relationship issue, or to reconnect with your spouse other than Valentine's Day. Now, I know for some of you that's scary because you've tried and you're like, Dana, you don't understand. You've not heard our conversations. I get it. And listen, you know, I'm always going to tell you if you need help, then you need to reach out for coaching, okay? But even if you don't reach out for coaching, I believe that you are capable of having a conversation with your spouse to talk to your spouse about what is going on with you, not what is going on with them, not all the things that they're doing wrong, not all the ways that they need to change, but to have a conversation about what is going on with you. Sean and I just had a conversation like this yesterday. 
You guys, I'm practicing what I preach, okay? Please do not think that me and Sean have this perfect marriage and we never have conflict and we never have to have these conversations. No, 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 my friends. We have to do the same work that I'm encouraging you all to do every single episode. And in this conversation, I was not trying to tell Sean all the things that he needed to change. I was trying to let him know these are some things that are bothering me. And guess what? Yeah, it was tense. And yeah, it was awkward. And I'm sure that Sean probably got his feelings hurt. And I probably got my feelings hurt on some things that he said. But you know what? At the end of that conversation, you know what we did? We reconnected. We made some new agreements. We said, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to change. This is what I'm going to work on. This is what I'm going to do. Some of us are afraid of these conversations because historically they haven't turned out so well. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, we're already disconnected. I don't want to further our disconnection on Valentine's Day. Well, it's all about what you believe. If you think that this conversation is going to further your disconnection, then it absolutely will. But if you go into this conversation saying, you know what, the purpose of this conversation is to reconnect, then guess what, friend? It will reconnect you. So face the elephant in the room. Use Valentine's Day as a way to reconnect with your spouse about whatever it is that has been disconnecting you in your relationship. That's gold. I'm telling you. Try it. All right. The fourth thing that I want to encourage you to do is I want to encourage you to do something different. Do something that you've never done before on Valentine's Day. Take an adventure. Take a road trip. I have been trying to get Sean to take a road trip with me to nowhere for years. And it just drives him crazy. He's like, there's no way, Dana, I'm getting in a car with you and driving to nowhere. (laughs) He's like, we need a destination. And I'm like, no, think of how fun it will be. We just get in the car and just get on the interstate and just go until the interstate runs out. You know, like I, I, I still want to do it. I'm still sold on it. And I hope that he comes to my side and does it with me. But maybe for you, it's doing something like that. Maybe you find a little local skydiving, indoor skydiving center in your area and you go skydiving. Maybe if the weather's nice in your area, you go zip lining or you go on a nature walk or you do something different. Valentine's Day can be really rote, right? Again, if you're just thinking chocolate and flowers, chocolate and flowers every single year, we've got to be able to switch it up. And I would tell couples who are doing great the same thing, switch it up. Maybe this year you attend a marriage retreat or a marriage conference in your area. Maybe this year you say, you know what? We're going to both take off work. That's right. We're going to call in sick. Love sick. I know that was, I'm sorry. I had to do it. It was corny. Yes, it was. All right. But you're going to call in sick. Please don't like share this episode with your bosses and tell them that I told you to call out sick. But you're going to call out sick and maybe you just spend the, the day in bed together. Maybe you just take some time and watch movies together all day, eat popcorn, whatever. Do something different. Sometimes, you all, we have to shock the system a little bit. You know, when you're used to doing something for so long, this is like in in any area of life. If you think about those of us who are on a fitness journey, right, what what do all fitness coaches tell you? They say HIT workouts work. HIT stands for high intensive interval training, by the way. But they work because you shock your system. 
You get used to doing cardio. Your body gets used to you. Okay, she's going to get her heart rate up to 150 and then it's going to stay there for 30 minutes and then she's going to cool down. But what happens is when the heart rate goes to 175 and then 120 and then 153 and then 125 and then 180. I mean, like your body doesn't know what to do. And so it has to burn more calories because it's using more energy. And guess what? Your relationship is the same way. When you get in a rut, when you start to do the same old things, the same old way, the same old time, the same old system, then your relationship then becomes stale. And some of you, it's not that your relationships are struggling. You're just bored. Matter of fact, I did an episode called What to Do When You're in a Boring Marriage, and I'll link to that in the show notes of the podcast. And one of the things that I suggest in there is doing something different. What can you do this Valentine's Day that's different? And again, it doesn't have to be very expensive. It doesn't have to be something like, you know, otherworldly that you can post on social media and tell everybody about. Maybe it's something small. Whatever it is, though, I want you to think about that right now. Like, what can you do that is different that will challenge your relationship? And then the final thing that I want to tell you today is I want you to love anyway. Y'all, I understand this is hard. When you're struggling in your marriage, when you feel unheard, when you feel hurt, when you feel rejected, when you feel alone, it's hard to reach out and to love your spouse. I understand that. But you know what I also know is the only way back to connection is somebody has to take the first step. And because you are listening to this podcast right now, you're it. You're welcome. Tag, you're it. You have to take the first step. Love anyway. I understand that it's going to hurt. I understand that it puts you in a vulnerable position. What if my spouse doesn't return the love? I get it. But what if they do? And what if they don't, but you grow in the process? So love anyway. What does that look like practically? Well, one, I want to say to you, sometimes again, y'all, I think that the theme of this episode is it's the little things. It's not always the grand gestures. Sometimes it's the little things. So write a handwritten note or letter to your spouse and tell them about all the things that you love about them. Oh, that's going to challenge you. It's hard to stay mad at your spouse when you're writing about all the things that you love about him or her. Or maybe write about all the things that you're grateful for that you have had the ability to do in your marriage up until this point. Maybe you've taken some fabulous trips. Maybe you've raised some children together. Maybe you've bought some properties together. Maybe you've paid off some debt. Maybe your spiritual life has increased. I don't know. Whatever it is, what are you grateful for? Write that in a letter to your spouse. Maybe in this letter, you want to write about all the reasons that you fell in love with your spouse in the first place. This is going to be really more beneficial for you than it is even for your spouse. Because sometimes we need to be reminded of why we chose this person, of why we fell in love with them in the first place. So love again. Love anyway. You know, I have said this on the podcast a lot, and I'm going to say it again, that feelings are fickle. 
And that is why we do not operate based on our feelings. There's going to be times in your marriage that you are not going to feel the love, that you're not going to feel like doing anything loving. But when you do it in spite of your feelings, you know what happens? Feelings show up. It's like magic. They just show up. You're like, wow, where have you guys been? And they're like, oh, we were just waiting for you to actually do something. Yeah. So this is what I'm encouraging you to do. Do something. Love anyway. Maybe you're like, I'm not good with words and I don't want to write a handwritten letter. Okay, great. Maybe you can recreate a Valentine's Day that was like a hit for you guys in the past. Blast from the past. I can think of several Valentine's Days that stick in my mind. And again, most of these are very simple Valentine's Days. Not big trips and vacations, but just simple days. And you can take those those memories and recreate them in your own way. Put your new spin on it. That is how we love. That is how we find our way back to our spouses when we're disconnected. That is how you can take a struggling marriage and make it into a beautiful marriage on Valentine's Day. And listen, you all, this is not a quick fix. It's not, okay, do this for Valentine's Day and then your marriage is going to be great. You might still need some work after this. You might need to, shameless plug, join Thrive Wives, which is starting in just a few days. You can visit danashay.com slash thrivewives to learn more about that. If you're a woman, this might be the group for you to help you to stay connected to your spouse. Maybe if you're a guy and you're like, you know what, I don't have no Thrive Husbands group. What am I supposed to do? Well, maybe you and your wife need marriage coaching or maybe there's a group out there for you, whether it's your church or maybe there's a, a some friends of yours. Maybe you need to just open up to another guy friend and let him in. Okay, but it's not a quick fix. And it's also not just for Valentine's Day. So don't like do these wonderful five things and they'd be like, all right, cool. Here we are. February 16th. Peace out. Back to our old ways. No, no. Let's continue to make good habits out of the things that we are going to do for this Valentine's Day. Okay, so I'm going to recap these and then we are out, y'all. Okay, so the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to lighten your load through laughter. Make your marriage fun. Life is too short to be boring and sad and mad all the time, okay? Smile right now. Smile. I'm smiling right now. Can you hear it? Smile. Sometimes you need to just look at your spouse and smile at them. After they get up off the floor and ask you, why are you smiling at me? Then you can say, because life is too dang on short for me to be mad all the time. That's why. All right, number two, I want you to spend time with your little loves or with friends that have invested in your love, okay? I want you to do this together. Number three, I want you to face whatever the challenge is head on. Bite that elephant, okay? Number four, I want you to do something different. Go outside your wheelhouse. Shock your system. And then number five, love anyway. Now, you don't have to do all five of these, okay? That might be a little much, but choose one. So which one are you going to choose? I'm going to give you a moment right now. I don't want you to click off this podcast. I want you to take a moment right now and tell yourself which one of those five you are going to do. Are you going to lighten your load with laughter? Are you going to spend time with your little loves? Are you going to face your issue head on? 
Are you going to do something different or are you going to love anyway? Thanks so much for listening to this podcast today. I pray that your Valentine's Day is the best Valentine's Day yet because you worked for it. This one's not going to come easy. You're going to work for this one. And I guarantee that the results that you are going to build through loving intentionally are going to reap rewards for years to come. As I just took a deep breath, I just pray that your relationship gets a breath of fresh air. And I pray that it starts today. So as we end every episode in saying, a good relationship is not one that works. A good relationship is one where you put in the work. Let's get to work, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.